Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast. Yours truly, Solomon Wilcotts. We're right here on Valley Sports Ohio. want to welcome a very special guest to the show, Hall of Fame defensive back, Super Bowl champion, Mr. Rod Woodson himself. Rod, how you doing today, my friend? What's up, my brother? Man, it's good <laughs> seeing you, man. Hey, uh, always good to see you. I, I see we've we've added some years and some wisdom to the look. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, it's a blessing to get gray. It's a, That's right. It beats the alternative. Either die young or get old. That's right. I, I'd rather be here sitting here with you talking about Cincinnati Bengals and Baltimore Ravens football. Both teams obviously will um, reconvene the rivalry this Sunday. And, of course, you are the radio color analyst for the Baltimore Ravens, so you will be on hand calling this game. Um, and let's start by just going back maybe to last week because both offenses sputtered. Uh, the Bengals maybe more so in their week one game. Um, how might the Baltimore Ravens look to improve? It is a new offense brought in by Todd Monken. And what can we expect from him and Lamar Jackson? I mean, it's, it's a work in progress. You know, Sally, think about how we play, how we practice in off season. You know, we when we first came in, we had our rookie mini camp, we had mini camp, and then we went to training camp for four and a half, five weeks, right? So yep, we were yep. we were grinding. We had live contact in training camp. Well, these guys have OTA one, which they, they can't even get across from each other. They just doing individual drills, right? right. Kind of going over the playbooks. Then you got OTA two where you do some of that. Then you got OTA three, then you have your mini camp. And then you have a three and a half week break and you come back to a 16 day, 17 day training camp. One a day, one a day, <laughs> one a day. And you're not even going live. Mm -hmm. So you can't really get a feel. Yeah. You go through your systems. I get yeah. it. I got that. You go through your system, you go through the verbiage, yeah. you, you get a feel for your players, but you don't have that timing when you don't go live, mm. you don't have that time. And they do inter squad scrimmages yeah. with, you know, you see that across the league still, but having more time and you they, they don't play in the preseason. So, That's right. you know, you're going to see offenses and normally it's going to be the offensive side because it's all about timing. They're going to sputter yeah. the first couple of weeks, which yeah. Cincinnati Bengals did. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens did. The Baltimore Ravens ran the football decently well. Mm -hmm. uh, Cincinnati was doing the same thing, especially with the when they were doing those counters yeah. against Cleveland. Yeah. Yep. Those were coming open. Sure I mean, were. that was, they was, they were, when you get a fast flowing defense, you use that against them. Mm. But with that being said, you know, these young guys, they need time. And yeah. if Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers can get into the preseason and play, because mm -hmm. they know how important it is, then I think everybody should take suit of that. I know you don't, you want your, all your guys healthy. I healthy, get that yeah. from these young coaches. Mm -hmm. But it hurts your football team, I think, when they first come out in the, in the regular season because yeah. they 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 always say, Sally, don't they? Coaches, we practice as fast as we play. Uh, no, no, you don't. don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Like, <laughs> you think listen, you do. <laughs> look, look, playing 17 years, like I played a little bit faster than I did when I practiced. Yeah, that's right. That's and you're right. and it's live. Yeah. So there's you know, a I different think, energy to that. Yeah. It is. But I think I think for the Ravens. They got a lot of good young talent. Zay Flowers, that little dude, he's not, he's a small in statue, but he is, he plays big. And when he gets in space, 
dude, I don't know. I don't know if anybody can tackle this little guy one-on-one. I mean, yeah. he's just so quick. And you start, you're starting to see those small receivers come back into play. Remember, mm-hmm. small receivers, when we first came in, was kind of in vogue. And then yeah. the bigger receivers came in vogue. Came and back, now the yeah. smaller receivers are coming back because mm-hmm. they're realizing it's hard to cover those little dudes. Get them in space and let them you do get what them they in space. do. They create their own separation That's right. Mm-hmm. just by, you know, the breaks. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, having him, OBJ, didn't really have a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Uh, but they got some playmakers. I think a little by little by little – Lamar Jackson is going to have the opportunity to keep growing. And he's never had the opportunity to check, have check with me at the line of scrimmage. Well, okay. now he does. Yeah. And we saw multiple times in the game where he went up to the line of scrimmage. He didn't like what he saw. He made a check. They did, got into a different formation to a different play. And I'm like, that's wow. refreshing Yes. for him to grow as a player and to start being a real professional. You know, you going back to the have needing to play, it's so important, particularly in a league where we throw, throw, throw. The one thing that helps the passing game more than anything is precision and timing and that synchronicity that you need. And you know this on defense, what we want to do is break up that timing. Our whole our whole thing is about disrupting the timing, right. whether it be by pass rush, whether it be by jamming and prohibiting a free release of the receiver. That's what we want to do. Now, many of these offenses, you saw the Chiefs struggle week one doing the same thing. They struggled getting into the season week one without those reps, without that chemistry and timing. They're helping us to do our jobs a little bit better because their their timing is way off coming into the season. It is. I mean, they live, they live in time. They live in time. That's right. We don't live in time. We don't live in time. (laughs) Our job is to disrupt that in any way possible. And you're right. Pass rush. Getting your hands on, getting in the way of the receiver where now he has to bowl instead of go straight line, he has to bowl out. Yeah. Well, that throws off the timing. Well, who does that help? It helps the pass rushers. And if the pass rushers get there, who do they help? The DBs. That's right. So That's I'm gonna try right. to do everything I can to help my pass rushers to help me to try to get more interceptions. Yeah. And that's what I think when younger guys start realizing, and I mean, three-year, a three-year player now is a vet. That's right. Where That's a three-year player when I was in the league was still, still a young, learning, young guy. <laughs> That's you know, right. so it's a little bit different. But the philosophy of playing really good football, like you just stated, on defense is is messing up that time timing that the the offenses try to use in the National Football League. And they which and when they first come out in a regular season like this, mm-hmm. they're struggling because now they're seeing everybody a little bit faster. They're everybody, the starters on the defensive side is are playing. They are playing more two shell, getting up in your face, trying to get hands on receivers and, and knocking them off. So it's it's gonna, but as weeks progress, the offense is kind of catch up to the defense. That's and right. the offense kind of has the edge because the new rules that have been slated over the years. Oh yeah. Why based for the offense? That's right. Um, talk to me about Roquan Smith last year. Um, they made a trade for him, brought him over in the middle of the season. By the end of the year, the Ravens had one of the top 10 defenses in the National Football League. He literally transformed that defense. What is it about what he brings to the defense that helps them continue this tradition like one of the defenses you played on with the Baltimore Ravens where they continue to be good and continue to be great? Yeah, you know, I, I and I, I'm not putting him in the same category, but I put him in the same 
room as Ray Lewis in a sense that he changed the philosophy of how they're going to practice on a daily basis, how they're going to meet in the meeting rooms, how they're going to practice every single day. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to all the young guys, Ajabo, Owe, all those guys who are there playing, they know that when he comes in the room, he's expecting the defense to be a certain way. He expects the guys every time they step on the practice field to be a certain way. And it was, it's really refreshing to see this old school guy <laughs> playing in the modern football because right. at the, it was the end of the game there. I mean, they're winning the, 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 uh, they throw a kind of a swing route uh, to the right side of the defense. And two of the defenders were holding up the tight end and Roquan Smith, you can see zero just flying over there, cleaning up the pile. And I'm like, that's, old school football, but that's what he brought to this. That's what he really brought to this defense. And he really, I think he helped more than anybody. He helped Patrick Queen realize, man, listen, find your read, see it and go. And Patrick Queen plays so much faster now than he did in the previous two years, three years, really. And he had just, he, he sees it, he believes it, he goes now. And he's yeah. doing the same thing that Roquan Smith does. Roquan Smith was a uh, valuable piece to the puzzle yeah. for this football team, but he was the captain that they needed for the defense. Yeah, completely, I think, changed that defense for the better. Um, I, I've been telling people around Cincinnati, by the way, that over the last few years, you've helped them win more games than they will ever know. And the reason why I tell them that, because you sent us one of the best safeties this team has ever had in Jesse Bates, I know you're like a big brother to him. I know he uh, calls you before boy. every game. He must have called you before the week one game against Atlanta because he was lights out, had two interceptions in that game. But just tell our Cincinnati Bengals fans about the relationship you've had and still do have with Jesse Bates and, and what a really fine player he is and continues to be. Well, I mean, Jesse's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. You know, I, I follow all my guys from the fort, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jesse <laughs> – Jesse is a tremendous athlete. He's getting better. I think he's starting to really realize how good he is. Mm -hmm. And now he's starting to, he's starting to play games with quarterbacks. And that's yeah. when you realize when players get to the next level, right? That's when they right. start playing yeah. games, I'm showing you one thing, but that's not really what I'm doing. Anyway. What I, I'm that's trying not to what you to see get. something open. Yeah. I want you to throw it so I can go get it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, Jesse's man, Jesse's a good dude, man. I mean, he's from the fort. You know, much love from, from a hometown guy. He's keeping up the tradition of Fort Wayne <laughs> producing some athletes out there. No doubt. No doubt. He had two interceptions in the week one game against yeah. Carolina Panthers, forced a fumble. So he created three turnovers and had 10 total tackles. And that's oh, where he really caught by. I didn't see the fumble. I didn't see the, yeah, I didn't see the yeah, fumble. Yeah, he forced a fumble. Guy was trying to stick the ball out. He came in and got it out and, and did what he uh, normally does. Let's get back to the Baltimore Ravens because it looks like they're going to be without J.K. Dobbins. Looks like they're going to be without the safety Marcus Williams. These are two mm -hmm. significant losses. How do you expect them to rebound? I, I think, and I and I don't want to say this. Um, I I think they can get by with J.K. being hurt this year mm -hmm. because of the style of offense that they got this year comparable to last year. Last year, we we're going to be in 12 personnel. Yeah. They're going to be in 13 personnel. They're going to run a lot of leads and powers. I mean, you, you would think 
that the Ravens was a finesse offense, but when you really looked at them in the previous years, they run a lot of power. A lot of power. So yeah. it's, you know, now this really isn't a, this is the West Coast offense. With, they don't haven't put the zone read in yet, but having, you know, having Gus, having Hill, having Gordon there. And then when Mitchell does come back, who was a rookie, he's exciting. This little guy, can, he's going to get after it. So, you know, they put him on IR, so he can't play for the first four games. But once that fifth week hits, you know, hopefully he'll get some opportunities to be out there. I think they can survive on offense without J.K. But I feel bad for J.K. because now you're two years running. Yeah. Right? Four guy, and he's a running back. And, he's and it's hard. We've, we've seen the, the scenarios for running backs across the league. It's hard for them to get their money. So good. I feel yeah. bad for him in that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, you know, defensively, that hurts. Yeah. Losing yeah. losing uh Williams, that hurts. He's he was a playmaker, he was a leader. I thought he was gonna get a pick on one of the throws that Stroud came out and kind of was rolling to those left and threw back across the middle. I thought he was gonna if he attacked the ball instead yeah. of going to the receiver, he would have got the ball, he would have yeah. got the interception. Mm -hmm. But missing somebody like him is going to hurt. The yeah. great thing is they've been stacking up some of the players back there and the things that they kind of do. Um, I, 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 they're going to miss the veteran leadership, mm -hmm. but I still think they're going to have a lot of youth and some playmaking abilities back there with Brandon Stevens, who's played a little nickel, a little corner, a little safety. They're kind of all over. And Darius Washington has had probably the best camp out of all the DBs for the Ravens. So I can see him going out there playing really good for him. He has a really good knack. He's starting mm -hmm. to believe in himself. Yeah. So I, I think they'll be okay there, but they're going to miss that leadership on the field when they, when those, you know, those really close moments in games, which you, you need a guy, you need a guy, right? You, you want that guy to be there. And that's mm -hmm. the one thing they're going to miss. All right. You're going to be on the call on Sunday, Bengals, Ravens. When Dax Hill comes up to make a tackle, on Ravens running back Justice Hill because they are brothers. What's oh, going to be your that. call? How are you going to describe? You didn't know that. You didn't I know don't that. No, no, brother on brother. That's brother. That's what I said. Is that brother on brother crime? How do you how do you describe that one? Oh, that's <laughs> what I'm going to say. Brother on brother crime. Hey, <laughs> but you know what? When you play with your brother or play against your brother, yeah, you love it. Because you, you want to make that play because when you have uh, Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas or whatever, you, you guys go on right. vacation, you got bragging rights. <laughs> you got those bragging that's rights. Right. Like, why we smoked you twice. <laughs> I hit you. I knocked the ball out. Yeah, I mean, right. you can talk about all that stuff. That's so right. that's a yep. that's going to be fun. I'm glad you told me about that. That's now, the right. question I do have. Uh -huh. Now, I don't know if this is true. Tell me this. Did did the Cleveland Browns the did did Ward Danzo Ward he didn't go into the Cincinnati Bengals locker room and tell Jamar Chase it's going to be a long day did he? I haven't heard that one. I haven't okay. heard that one. So I I'm heard gonna... that from afar. Now I live in Vegas, so it you was know, a long day. <laughs> it, it was, was a long, long day. day. <laughs> but I'm just saying, normally, yeah. if a guy walked in our locker room, he ain't coming out. We was playing. He ain't coming out. He ain't coming out. Do you he know? Out. And when he do, he ain't gonna be playing. <laughs> he wasn't playing. That's right. You coming out like I look, I remember God bless him. I mean, Chad Johnson, remember he sent the Pepto Bismol to the Cleveland Browns. 
I go say, Chadman, you can't do that in this league. And he was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I was like, no, nah, man, as a defensive back, that ain't no joke. Like, you know, we, we, you know how we are, man. We, we don't take too kindly to any kind of slights. And uh, last I checked, we're able to do something about that physically, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I just had to ask. I had to ask, you know, because I know yeah. you're here. So I was like, I had to ask. I, if anybody's going to know, my my man, Solly. I, I will check around on that one because, you know, it, it was up in Cleveland. So we hadn't heard that one. But I'm going to do my homework. By the time you come to town, I'll let you know. One last question, because I've got to ask you about Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. When you think of the quarterback trio wide receiver combination, Rob, what comes to mind? I mean, that, 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 that triple threat is dangerous. Mm -hmm. And for people watching the games, you know, they're like, oh, that's they've played terrible, but that's not going to keep happening. I mean, if anybody watched them in the last several years, I mean, they, mm -hmm. they light it up. Yeah. And the Ravens know. The Ravens know who, they, who they're playing. I mean, when you play inside the division – they know how good these guys are. They know how fast Chase is. You, that's one of the things that when you have a guy like Chase and Higgins and Boyd, but more Chase because he's the fastest out of the three, mm -hmm. when you have a guy like that, you better put your hands on him. Yeah. If it's a track meet all day, you're going to start losing when you let a guy just run free. But yeah. having that trio and then Joe going back there and throwing the ball, mm -hmm. you can't let Joe be comfortable you got to give them a lot of different looks. you got to give them a lot of different disguises. You can't let these receivers run scot-free in these spot drop zones that defensive coordinators love to run nowadays in the National Football League. you got to give them a lot of different looks. And if you don't, a group like that, or they're going to eat you up because they can – got fast guys, big guys. They mm. all can catch. And Joe believes in every single one of them. Yeah. And he, he has that trust factor when it's a 50-50 ball, I'm going to give you that opportunity to go make a play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, got to let, because the news has broken that uh, Aaron Rodgers did tear his Achilles tendon out for the season. Hard Knocks showed all the energy that he brought to this football team, such high expectations. Want to get your thoughts on his career, what it means for this team if he indeed is out for the season. It looked like he did inspire them in the Monday night game. Yeah, I mean, this, first of all, it's, you know, he's, late in his career he was he went to another organization trying to win a championship and it's unfortunate you know you see a guy you know in his waning years right but still can play yes and he can, can play. throw the rock yeah like no other um just so unfortunate for because they put they put all their you know eggs in a basket this no year doubt. The jets right no they, doubt. I mean, they did that thinking that they're going to have Aaron Rodgers the whole year and to, you know, four get, or four plays into it that he tears it. Man, I feel bad for him. You know, I've had an ACL. I understand what it feels like to have a, a season-ending uh, career or a, a play where you can't go out there for the rest of the year and be yeah, with your guys. Yeah. I, I, I understand it. But for him in his career, you know, I'm hoping that the athletic ability that he has – I'm hoping he's a fast healer yeah. and he can come back from this next year if he wants to keep playing. Because uh, I know there'll be a lot of opportunities for him outside of football That's if he doesn't right. want to play anymore. But I don't think he's a winner. I don't think he will want to go out like this. Yeah. yeah. I think it, we'll see him one more year. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if he comes back. But uh, Zach Wilson, you can already see the short time he's been around Aaron Rodgers. He's learned a little bit. He grew a little bit because it's, what he gave us last night, he did throw the early pick, but did lead him on a 
on a game-winning drive. You can see he's kind of learned some things from Aaron, and hopefully Aaron can keep teaching him. We'll have to see. The Jets have a great defense, so it'll be interesting to see how they close it out. Their defense flies to the football. That's right. That's that old. That's that old school philosophy (laughs) defense, man. You like seeing like them, the 49ers, the Ravens. I think I I think Cincinnati plays very similar to that. They fly around. I mean, everybody's moving pieces. Mm -hmm. Guys are making plays all over the place. It's a tough task to play against Cincinnati. So playing, you know, in those with those type of uh, against those type of teams, man, it is fun to watch because I'm old school. I'd rather see a a 10 to 13 game, then a 50 to 45 game. I'm with you on that 100%. We want to thank the Hall of Famer Rob Woodson for joining us yet again on the Believe in Bingo podcast right here on Bally Sports Ohio. Rob Woodson, thank you, my friend. All the best. Appreciate you, my brother. Make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code BELIEVE50. BetOnline has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need, whether it's futures, live in-game betting, no matter what, your football betting needs are met at BetOnline. And again, make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.